Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All in one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Women's World Cup action in hour number two. Right here with the SportsGrid Network Series XM Channel 159. It's Joe and Donnie. New week, new money. There are a few games that already finished today, one game that's currently live, and one game still to go. If we give the people the update from today, Italy, a one to nothing victory over Argentina. Germany, 6 to nothing over Morocco. So finally, one of those games, a higher-scoring affair, but a team that should be able to compete here in the World Cup. And then Brazil is at the half right now against Panama, up 2 to nothing. But if we slide it back to Friday's game, a 3 to nothing victory for Team USA, most people would say, Joe, what's fantastic? Fantastic. Three goals. No no goals for the other team. A minus 20,000 favorite at the beginning of that one. Now, granted, Team USA was not in any way, shape, or form challenged in that game, but sort of took the foot off the throttle. They look for another game coming up this week. Give me your first impressions here of either A, the World Cup, or just Team USA's, you know, effort there on Friday night. Well, I mean, the big question was going to be, um, you know, experience with the uh, with the women's team, right? So we had, uh, I believe, eight players made their World Cup uh, debut here for the team. Six of them were starters. Two of them uh, were substitutes. So you've got a lot of uh, you got a lot of people on this team here that have not been here and done this. This isn't, you know, the Hope Solo days, right? This is not yeah. what you think of it. And also, I mean, kudos to the other federations around the world here they have caught up um you know the a lot of these girls that looked up to those former usa teams here and said you know we want to do this and that's exactly what's happening we're starting to see that now with england and germany i mean there are some teams here that are coming after them kudos that you got the win right ultimately that's all that matters uh style points really don't mean much here but they are going to be tested. Uh, I think unlike they've been tested in uh, in World Cups uh, previous, it's still an incomplete to me, Donnie. I have no idea what these young players on this team are going to react. Heck of a start, but we don't know what uh, what they're going to do if they're all of a sudden down two goals to nothing heading into a second half. 
You bring up a really good point, though, Joe. By you, know, like, you can try to equate it to like the U.S. men's basketball team here back in the you know seventies mm-hmm. and eighties. We're sending college kids and cleaning up, and then all of a sudden, at the end of that eighties run, it's like we better start sending some of these professional players over yeah. here to show how dominant we actually are. But the reason being is the whole world was watching, the whole world was trying to get better and aspiring to be. Hey, maybe we can win a gold yeah. medal, a silver medal, or a bronze medal in the Olympics. You're getting a lot of that here in women's soccer. If we take a look at Team USA here, that game which was three to nothing on Friday. Friday night, two of those goals scored in the first half by Sophia Smith. If we look at the FanDuel Sportsbook right now, odds here to be the top goal scorer. Obviously, she has a two-goal lead on Alex Morgan. She's a plus 15, followed by Alex Morgan at a plus 230 price. If we're looking right now with the two-goal lead, do you say, you know what, there's still value in Sophia Smith at a plus 115? Or, you know what, Alex Morgan's going to get her fair share of goals and very easily could tie that up by the end of game two they play. Well, you know, I, I had liked Sophia Smith as the, the old golden boot winner there at uh, plus 650, plus 700 mm-hmm. to start. Um, and, I mean, you couldn't have gotten any better, right? A couple goals and assists there and, uh, in game one. But somebody is – and listen, if, if she has that kind of game – and by the way, I mean, they're taking on the Netherlands, right, uh, in a yep. couple of days here, Donnie. That is going to be by far the biggest test that this uh, that this group has ever had. Then it's going to be probably an all-out closing out the group stage against Portugal. Every game from here out, at least in the immediate future, the next couple are going to be extremely interesting. If Sophia Smith – can get on the board or get a couple of points there, uh, Donnie, and continue, then I think they might find that leader, that next one that they're going to look up to here. And she certainly has all the talent in the world to be that next one to uh, to kind of lead this U.S. team. And so welcome to the radio audience. You're watching and listening live to the Early Line Series XM Channel 159. Ready to rock and roll in the Sports Grid Network. Talking a lot of World Cup action here and focused on Team USA. And by the way, opening game where they played Vietnam, as we just talked about, a minus 20,000 favorite. Let's fast forward to the Netherlands. Mm. It's going to take place on Wednesday night at 9 p.m. again. Minus 145. So I want to ask you this question. Forget about winners or losers of this next game, Team USA and Netherlands. Just talk to me about maybe the changing of the mindset where you have all this time and say, okay, we know we're going to play Vietnam. Should be an easy victory. They won three to nothing. But now, one minus 145, that means you're getting a test here in game number two. Oh, what yes. the psyche of Team USA going from an easy win to, oh, yeah, here we go, right in the middle of competition now. Well, this is where you need the uh, the experience on a team to step up, right, and get all of those uh, all of the rookies, so to speak. Again, eight players making their initial World Cup debut. This is a different animal. Now they've been, they've all. It's not like this is their first soccer game, but um, there's levels to this. Uh, it's one thing to beat up Vietnam and not beat them to the way that everyone thought you were going to beat them and live up to it. But now this is a repeat of the 2019 finals against Netherlands. And don't think they ain't coming for the Team USA here. So this is going to be, we're going to learn a lot about Team USA, I think, in this game coming up. Yep, you know, a target's going to be on the back. This is a team trying to win their third mm-hmm. straight World Cup, something that nobody has yet to be able to do. And by the way, in that game on Wednesday, take a look at this. Total goals scored in this one, the over-under, two and a half goals. I believe Team USA was basically at a six and a half in game one themselves. We'll see if that changes, but this should be a very competitive game here in a very competitive World Cup in the near future. Yep. You know where we're going next year? Competitive game in Philadelphia? It's the Baltimore Orioles. It's the Philadelphia Phillies. Who's going to win? 
win out. Joe and Donnie, we'll let you know next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Spotlight series time here in Major League Baseball on a Monday. And a big one here in the East. A team from the AL East, actually in first place, those Baltimore Orioles. A team in second place in the NL East, the Philadelphia Phillies. This game's going to be taking place, should say, these games will be taking place in Citizens Bank Paul Park in Philadelphia. If we take a look at the season right now, we talked about the Baltimore Orioles. There's no more, ooh, can they make the playoffs? Are they really this good? No, they really are. 61-38 and 38 on the season, 7-3. and three. In their last 10 games, winners of a series against the Tampa Bay Rays. And now they face the Philadelphia Phillies, who struggled a little bit in Cleveland, but picked up a victory yesterday. They currently sit, talking about the Phillies, at 53-46. and 46. Now, granted, one team's in first place, the Baltimore Orioles, by a game or two there above the Rays. The Philadelphia Phillies, yeah, they're in second place, but 11 and a half games behind the Atlanta Braves. This series sets up over these next three games. Kramer versus Sanchez, Gibson versus Walker and then Braddis versus Suarez. So not, you know, Cy Young caliber pitchers here at Major League Baseball, but a massive series overall. Before getting into today's game, the momentum, is it on the Orioles' side or the Phillies looking to have a successful homestand here against a first-place team? Well, uh, you know, I mean, we could make the argument that maybe after coming out against uh, Tampa the way they did, that maybe this is a bit of a letdown spot here in an interleague matchup that is really not going to make that much of a difference, right, Donnie, uh, one way or the other. Um, So I I do think you got to worry about that. Not to mention, I mean, there are some... There are some rumors swirling both of these teams. Trade deadline, maybe adding another arm uh, if you're Baltimore, something along those lines. You know, uh, are we, you know, who's coming in, who's going, that kind of situation. So it'll be interesting to see. But right now, I mean, 
I, I like the kid Sanchez. Um, you know, I, I think he's gotten better over the last couple of years for uh, Philadelphia. I do think, unfortunately, though, he's got to go up against a Baltimore team uh, where the splits are much better against lefties uh, than they are righties. Uh, so it, it's going to be a tough matchup for Philadelphia and for the kid. But I think Baltimore um, is for real here. And call me nuts. I, I think it's one of those games in which... I would bet Baltimore early, but I trust Philadelphia late, given how much that bullpen worked for Baltimore in this series coming out of this weekend series against Tampa. Yeah, we're going to take a little bit of a deep dive into this game in just a few moments. But you know what's interesting to me? We always have to bring betting into the equation. Why? Because that's what we do. And sometimes you sort of have to scratch your head, Joe, and say, I'm not quite sure I understand what's going on here. The FanDuel Sportsbook, the Tampa Bay Rays to win the AL East after losing three or four games to the Orioles. And now the Orioles have the lead here. The Rays are a minus 135 favorite. The Baltimore Orioles, a plus 135 dog here in the division. I would have thought, and I said the same thing on Friday. If we had a decisive, because if it was 2-2, two to two, not much is going to change, right, in the series itself. But 3-1, to one, I was like, hey, Baltimore's going to be a few games now up in the lead. They've got to be the favorites, and they're still not. Talk to me. Is it we expect more out of the Rays to finish the season? We don't expect this much out of the Orioles. The better starting pitching technically is on the Rays. That is going to win out. But talk to me about the Rays still being a minus-135 favorite here at the FanDuel Sportsbook to win the AL East. But look at the look at the difference between the teams in last place versus the teams in first place, or the team in this particular case with the Rays and the Orioles. So you mean to yeah. tell me that we've got about six or seven games separating these teams? And we still have, you know, uh, down the stretch here and got an entire month uh, month or so coming up, another uh, five, six weeks here of, uh, of absolute do-or-die situation here in the American League. There's that much separating them? And why in the world are we still pretending as if Tampa is the team that they were in April, May, and June? They have clearly shown regression is hit. And, the you know, the one way to get out of this kind of slump here is to get lights out pitching and to make sure, you know, and the bullpen to win these games. They're getting neither of those things. And unless they do something at the trade deadline I'm not aware of here, and they go out of character. The team you see is the team you're going to get with Tampa, and I think they're a 500 club at best all the way through here, Donnie, and that doesn't equate to me as a minus-135 favorite to win it all, given what we know about the teams below them. Let's expand it out to the AL League winners here on the FanDuel Sportsbook. And he says, oh, it's probably got to be the Astros, maybe the Rangers. No, it's another favorite here for the Tampa Bay Rays. And we just talked about minus 135 to plus 135 in the division. To win the AL pennant, they're a plus 220 price. The next closest team, the Rangers, at a 4-1 to price. So we're still pricing. And granted, you don't have to win your division and then say, okay, well, we didn't win the division. We can't win the World Series. That's not the case here. But I guess if we're just looking down the line, the the odds makers like what they see out of the Rays from a lineup perspective, but more importantly, from a bullpen and pitching perspective of how they would line up against the other teams in the American League. Because let's be honest with ourselves. If we look at the Rangers, frontline starting pitching, okay, we'll see how Nathan Evaldi holds up here. The Houston Astros, you know, Framber Valdez already having some issues now at this point. They don't really have a true number two that was like, hey, we have Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander here on the mound. The Baltimore Orioles just told you who the three guys starting this series are. 
and Minnesota Twins, the Blue Jays. So I guess you could say the Rays technically have the best front-line starting pitching, and that's why they're being priced that way. It's just interesting to see. Now, from a Philadelphia Phillies perspective, if we take a look at the National League East, there's really no talk. I mean, it's 11 and a half. You know, who was going to bet? Oh, I think the Phillies will come back. That's not going to happen. The Braves are going to win that division. But if we're looking from an NFL, excuse me, an NL pennant perspective, the Braves plus 150 price, the Dodgers plus 190. Now, that's where the shelf starts to fall off. But the team that's third in line in odds at the FanDuel Sportsbook to win the NL pennant, that's the Phillies at a 12 to 1 price. Yeah, well, and they should be. And and I think uh, with the experience that you've gone over there, you know, here it, we can make the argument, Donnie, that it's two sides of the coin here. We got one with Tampa in which, um, you know, keeping in mind they're what, 13 and 22 now, 23 over the last six weeks. They, uh, it would be a historic collapse for them not to at least make the postseason, right? But I am in no way laying money with a team like Tampa. But at the on the flip side, with Philadelphia, they have been pretty much undervalued, I think, from the beginning. A team that returned the entire squad for the most part from a year ago, and they got better in the bullpen. Uh, and yet, we're still talking about these kinds of numbers with them. And it's amazing to me how overvalued one league is with the favorite and how undervalued simply because of what Atlanta and the Dodgers have done I think that's added to the disbelief in the market that ah listen Philadelphia was a nice run last year but let's be realistic you're not really as good well, didn't we say the same crap last year at this yeah. time about Philadelphia yep. Donnie weren't we hearing the same things yep can't get it Crazy. together, won't make the playoffs. If mm -hmm. they do, won't be a factor, and the Phillies end up going all the way to the World Series here. Looking at the game today, Kramer's going to be on the mound here for the Baltimore Orioles. Does struggle a little bit with left-handed batters. A 400 mm. ISO power number and weighted on base percentage of 415 over the past 30 days. That includes 51 batters. You do have some decent batters in the lineup from the left-hand side. There's actually four we anticipate tonight for the Phillies. And if I were to tell you Bryce Harper is the worst of that four, he actually is numbers-wise. He got it together a little bit yesterday, Joe, in Cleveland. We'll see if that continues. But Schwarber, 275 ISO power number against right-handed pitching. You take a look at Bryson Stott, a 167, and Marsh at a 264. Bryce Harper at an 047. The power just hasn't been here just yet for Bryce Harper in 2023. Mm -hmm. Christopher Sanchez on the opposite side for the Phillies tonight has been having a decent season. Gets runs into a little bit of problems against right-handed batters where they able to barrel up. But if I ask you a question today, Today. Look, the Orioles, if you go man-to-man, -man, just as powerful as that Philadelphia Phillies lineup, and basically a toss-up on the mound, the Phillies are the slight favorite today at roughly a 130 price here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. We'll see if that holds up. Who are you leaning towards tonight quickly? Phillies, Orioles, game number one. Uh, Baltimore early, Phillies late. Uh, the bullpen got taxed against Tampa for Baltimore I think Philadelphia gets the game, but might be trailing early on. Let's go, Phillies. And by the way, Major League Baseball preview here on a Monday. We got you covered over the next two segments. Don't you go anywhere. It's the early line on a Monday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon Jungle to your living room. 
Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with Sea Glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Major League Baseball on the horizon. Yeah, we've got about 10 games today to hit. We're going to have some fun and go over a lot of good information. And one of those games actually starts early in the afternoon. The San Francisco Giants and the Detroit Tigers on a Monday at 110. Now, we'll get to all those games in just a little bit. But it's time to get down to business. As we always say, new week, new money. The FanDuel, same game parlays. They are here. Going to keep it simple today. Two legs on my same game parlay. And that's coming from the Cleveland Guardians. This one entitled, Joe, guard your money. And it's simple here. Jose Ramirez, right in the middle of that lineup, a 386 weighted on base percentage against left-handed pitching. I'm looking at him today to go over one and a half total bases, which again, layman's terms. Give me two singles, get me a double, triple home run. It all adds up here for us. And also, if he does that, we're playing the Kansas City Royals. I say we because I feel like a guardian today. All we need to do as us guardians is win this baseball game. So my two legs here, Joe Ranieri, guard your money. The guardians on the money line, Jose Ramirez over one and a half bases, plus 174. Sweetness to start the week here for me, Joe. I love it. Keep it simple, right? Uh, just keep yeah. it simple. Cash the cash the plus uh, one seventy four yep. and uh, lay it down. Uh, maybe on a game mm-hmm. a little bit later too, which is uh, yep. the game I'm looking at with Seattle taking on Minnesota, the red hot Minnesota Twins. Uh, uh, Castillo going for Seattle. Uh, Kenta Maeda going for uh, Minnesota. It's intriguing, Donna, because we just saw this game a week ago in Seattle with these two pitchers going at it. And in fact, it was a 6-3 Minnesota victory here. And listen, Castillo has been very vulnerable to the long ball this year. He's getting a lot of barrels, uh, and guys are really starting to take him deep. He's not throwing nearly as many ground balls. He's better at home than he certainly is on the road, and not to mention left-handed batters have been dominating uh, Castillo this year. And guess how many left-handed batters are going to be in that lineup for Minnesota? Donnie, taking a page out of your book here. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reality is Minnesota's going to strike out, so he's going to go over his (laughs) K-prop. But I do think this game is going up and over the total. And I do think Maeda, by the way, 2.76 ERA and six starts since returning from the IL. Uh, Minnesota 8-2 since the All-Star break. 
Uh, I do think Maeda has been good, but I do think runs are coming via the long ball in this one. So up and over the seven and a half and eight number that is in the market, the over for the K for Castillo, because he's going to get his, mm -hmm. but he's also going to give up some, which is why I'm going with the over. There you go. Going with the over. We'll have some fun today looking to cash in. And by the way, you know, we're going to know Joe Ranieri's exact response here because I believe Joe's here on Tuesday and also Wednesday mm -hmm. this week. Let's sort of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday residency Boom. here on the early line. Let's get into some action this afternoon in Major League Baseball, the San Francisco Giants and the Detroit Tigers. We finally got some Ooh. odds up this morning at the FanDuel Sportsbook. A minus 142 price on the money line for the Detroit Tigers over the Giants. My goodness. And a total listed at eight and a half. Now, we do have a confirmed starter here for the Tigers. That is Tariq Skubal. For the Giants, it looks like it is going to be Ross Stripling. I just want to start with this comment about this game. Skubal is a left-handed pitcher. Doesn't have very many innings here in 2023. Only 48 batters he's faced over the past 30 days. But the interesting part about this year is you try to say to yourself, okay, last 30 days, how are we performing if we are the San Francisco Giants against left-handed pitching? Not good at all, Joe. You take a look at Austin Slater, due out of the leadoff spot today. A 235 ISO power number and a 352 weighted on base percentage. Everybody else in that lineup outside of excuse me, Luis Matos at a 421 is below average in the weighted on base percentage You know, predicament here. If we're looking at both of these pitchers in eight and a half early day baseball game, I'm leaning towards the under in this one, to be honest with you, Joe. Any looks early from a 110 start between the Giants and the Detroit Tigers? Yeah, it's funny. We've been talking about, uh, you know, regression, and boy, did it hit yes. the Giants uh, quickly here as they just got swept uh, by Washington here, which is yikes. And maybe uh, to your point here, Donnie, and I love the under in this as well, they only scored one mm -hmm. run in each of those games, uh, a total of five runs in that series against Washington. Now, call me crazy. It's not like we're talking about, uh, you know, the Cy Young award-winning lineup uh, of pitchers they got in there at the national squad uh so they are struggling this is a makeup game scoogle to your point though uh i think this is his fourth go now after started the year late had surgery a year ago at flexor um surgery so he's still trying to get into the groove but he was supposed to be and and certainly has the stuff to be a front-end starter for this uh, for this Detroit team. So I'm kind of with you in a makeup game, what should have been a travel game. They're still out on the road. They really want nothing to do with this game. I think this game's over rather quickly. And, yeah, it's got 2-1 written all over it, Donnie. Yeah, we'll see what happens here in the afternoon, but let's keep it. That's the only actual afternoon game this afternoon mm. in Major League Baseball. We talked about the Orioles-Phillies game. Next up on deck is the Rockies and the Nationals. Now, we do have an unconfirmed starter for the Nationals, but a couple outlets here. Looks like it, the possibility of Patrick Corbin being on the mound for the Nationals mm. going up against Bird here for the Rockies. If we take a look at the Nationals at home, a minus 142 price here at the FanDuel Sportsbook and a total that is listed at nine. Now, the one thing I do like about Washington, i got to tell you, like you say, okay, we can't really bet them. You don't want to take them on the money line. I get it, but their batting order has really woken up over the past month against both lefty and righty pitching here. Abrams, Thomas, Candelario, Manessis, Ruiz, and Dominic Smith. Certainly formidable here as we take a look. So maybe looking at the total, it might make some sense. Again, no confirmed starter for the Washington Nationals, but it feels like it's going to be Patrick Corbin on the mound. He's been decent here in the second half of the Major League Baseball season. But if we're looking at this game overall, a nine, I probably lean, even though we're not in Colorado, I probably lean towards the over in this game, Joe. 
Yeah, well, you know, keep an eye. Uh, Dominic Smith too been crushing uh, the ball there for yep. uh, for Washington, yep. really, really well. Hitting, uh, really starting to come into his own. Uh, say what you want about, you know, I love the fade Patrick uh, Corbin uh, here, but you know, he once again he got last time out. I think last week against the Cubs, he has a fantastic outing and gives himself a chance to win the game. Six hits, five and a third, only gave up three runs, struck out six, walked one. I'm like, I can't figure it out with Corbin. Uh, and now they're going up against pretty much a, a, a bullpen situation here for the Rockies, but it's always been, right? And Trevor Story, by the way, still, I don't, he didn't play yesterday. Don't know if he's playing today. Had some sort of, uh, I believe, index finger. He got hit by a pitch, so don't know if he's going to be in the lineup for the Rockies. But I can only bet the Rockies on the road. Um, I mean, against them on the road, they did a really good job here in Miami, uh, you know, last week as well, Donnie. So I I'm kind of with you. I kind of think the runs are coming with these two gas cans on the mound. It's not double digits. So how are we not going over? Yes, I like it. I like the way you're thinking here because, again, we don't have very good bullpens here, and some of those lineups have the no. ability to perform here, particularly the Washington Nationals, who, as we said, really woken up here at the plate. Some good young talent in that lineup. We'll see what happens a little bit later today. Kansas yeah. City and Cleveland, my same game parlay coming from this game once again, which is Jose Ramirez over one-and-a-half total bases, and the Guardians' money line, which pays out at a price of a plus 174. Yeah. The line on this game for the Guardians at minus 188, and a total that's listed at Eight and a half. If we take a look at Ryan Yarborough, the left-hander on the mound for the Kansas City Royals, you might remember that name from the Tampa Bay Rays. If we take a look at the season against right-handed batters here, a 550 XFIP number. But let's break it down and say, how does he do on the road against right-handed batters? A 5.93 XFIP number, which is disastrous. In this lineup, you're probably going to get at least six to seven right-handed batters going against Yarborough. I do expect a big night for the Cleveland Guardians tonight at the plate. And how many do we actually need? to win against the Kansas City Royals. Four or five runs at the most. I do see them doing damage, winning the game, and also, as I said, Jose Ramirez picking up a base and a half tonight. Yeah, it, it's interesting with Yarbo because he's been a much better starter than he has been out of the uh, as a reliever coming into uh, games this year. Uh, yeah, it's much better if he gets into that routine, apparently, where he warms up, he starts the game, he gets to go through a couple of times, and then, uh, as opposed to coming in in the second, third, or fourth inning, it has not worked out well for him. Uh, we also know that uh, Cleveland doesn't exactly, that lineup hit lefties all that well, 26th, I believe, uh, the WRC plus there against left-handed pitching. So Yarbrough's best chance is to get, you know, is to limit early here and i just don't trust either i don't trust allen i don't trust yarbo i do think we're gonna get runs uh so i got no problem looking at the over in this one too eight and a half maybe nine i, I do think uh the ball might be flying out on what appears to be a nice summer humid day there at uh at cleveland there you go. Mariners twins. I like you take center stage on this one. This is your same game parlay. Slight favorite yep. here for the Mariners. Minus 120 price and a total of eight. Again, what are we looking at tonight? Mariners twins for you, Joe. 
Yeah, uh, to me, I think this, we just saw this, guys, 6-3 a week ago in Seattle with Maeda going up against uh, Castillo. Castillo's going to strike his dudes out. We know this. I mean, he's going to get five and a half. I think it's juiced pretty much, but doesn't make a difference. He's going to strike out more than five and a half, but he's also going to give up the long ball. He's been doing it all year, especially against left-handed batters. Minnesota's going to throw a lot of them at him. Uh, Maeda's been really, really good. Uh, Donnie, I mean, since he's come off in six starts here, he's gotten better each time. I don't know how we're not going up and over in this game. Seven and a half, eight runs. I think that's the way to look at it. Over the total as we go. Now, next segment, we're going to talk about the Reds and the Brewers, the battle for first place in the NL Central, as well as a few more games. But also an interesting topic here that's popping up in Major League Baseball. Shohei Otani's next start, pushed back till Friday. Is he on the move? Come on back. Let's talk Major League Baseball right here on the early line. Mm-mm-mm. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All on one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Um. Hour number two, talking Major League Baseball. So we continue with our preview today. Got a hot topic coming at the end of this segment. But before we do that, you want to talk about a hot topic. The Reds and the Brewers going to tee it up today. 8, 11 p.m. from Milwaukee. That is Ashcraft versus Ray. A minus 120 favorite here for the Milwaukee Brewers. A total that is listed at nine. Now, the Reds waking up, getting off the canvas, loses of six straight games. And that won five straight. And are looking to take on the Brewers and the chance to be in first place by the end of this series. Ray will be on the mound. He struggled with left-handed batters over the past 30 days here. We'll get a couple really good looks, but the one thing I do like yesterday is Ellie De La Cruz has really struggled over the past 30 days in Major League Baseball against right-handed pitching. Yesterday was able to hit a home run. We'll see if that ends up making a difference moving forward, and maybe he can get hot and catch lightning in a bottle, maybe even chase down Corbin Carroll here as the Rookie of the Year in the National League. If we flip it over here to Milwaukee, going up against Ashcraft, he struggled with left-handed batters, too. A 232 ISO power number and a 347 weighted on base percentage. But as always, I look at this lineup and it feels to me like the Brewers. It's Yelich and nobody else. The Reds coming into this game. Who has the advantage? Slight favorite here, as we said on the FanDuel Sportsbook, in order for, excuse me, for the Milwaukee Brewers, Joe. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the problem is, uh, and again, Cincinnati, just two and seven this year against the Brewers. The Brewers have had their number, and they're going to need that to change here if we're going to take them uh, seriously. Also, the Brewers' bullpen has been absolutely phenomenal here uh, over the last couple of weeks. I mean, they have been shut down. Uh, It's interesting. The number to keep in mind with Milwaukee, and and I saw this, and I was like, oh, my goodness. Um, They are just... Just ridiculous. They don't lose basically if they score four at least four runs in a game. If they score three or less, they tend not to win those games. So really, anything uh, team total related with the Brewers, if you uh, if you see a number, you know around that uh, anything over three and a half, where you get that four four and a half, and you think they're going to win, chances are that's going to be correlated here. Uh, Ray has done really good. They're ten and six again when he starts games. So. That's going to be the question here, right? Do we trust the Brewers to score enough runs to stay close to this Reds team? If they score at least four or more, Donnie, they're going to win the game. I think they're going to get the Ashcroft here. So I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with the Brewers today. Brewers a half game lead here in the NL Central so certainly a monster series here we just talked about a monster mm-hmm. series last week between the Orioles uh, when they matched up against the Tampa Bay Rays we'll see if we have that same sort of hey if you, one team can sweep they can really take advantage here in the second half I'll tell you another great series coming up here that's the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros lining this game up Gray will be on the mound here for the Rangers Belak for the Houston Astros the Astros are home here but at the FanDuel Sportsbook we're showing a slight favorite here towards the Rangers at a minus 112 price and a total that's listed at eight and a half. Once I again, a three game lead here for the Rangers. If they win this series, even if they win it by a game, they move up four games over the Astros with roughly two months left in the season. This is a massive game here, excuse me, massive series right here, smack dab in the middle of the season, Joe. It's a huge uh, game here, but one also that timing is everything, right, in seasons Mm -hmm. here. And boy, oh boy, the Rangers are catching an Astros team that is not exactly what we have come to expect from this Astros team. Uh, They do hold an advantage in the starting pitching in this game here with Gray, even though uh, the, the overall ERA is pretty good, but when you look under the hood, this he's basically a crafty veteran at this point. He's limiting some of the damage, but the numbers aren't great. You kind of feel like at some point there are going to be some blowups uh, here with Gray, but for the time being, he's got he's going to be better than Bielik. Uh, you got to trust the bats here of Texas to be able to get it done uh, over Houston in a monster series here. They're at home. I get the better offense. I get the better starting pitcher. And, oh, yeah, defensively, it's not even close. Uh, we're talking about a defense here in Texas that's top two here when it comes to, uh, to giving up runs. So... Um, I think all signs point to the Rangers uh, getting this done both early and in the full game. Yeah, it'd be a massive win for the Rangers here to keep that pressure there on the Astros there and force them to say, hey, you know what? Again, we're going to probably be fighting over the same players in one week's time at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. We'll see who has that advantage with the team that might be four or five games up by the time this Oof. ends. Or could we see a de facto dead heat entering in to the month of August? We'll see if that works out. No official lines up for this next game here. That's the Diamondbacks and the Cardinals. By the way, 110 degrees at first pitch in the desert at night. Thank goodness that they do have air conditioning and a roof out there at Chase Field. But 
I don't think that's going to stop or slow down the heating up of the bats tonight. Because if we're looking on one side of the equation for the St. Louis Cardinals just came off a disastrous series against the Cubs, looks like the possibility of them throwing Wainwright is high. And also Ryan Nelson here from the Arizona Diamondbacks, unconfirmed on both sides. But both of these lineups should be able to do damage tonight. And if we're setting lines, it, it's got to be around, what, nine and a half or ten as a total in this game? We probably figure. In the first five uh, with, uh, <laughs> with these two yeah. gas cans out Correct. there. you got to be kidding yep. me. Um, yeah, Listen, I mean, Wainwright did uh, take a couple of weeks off there. He got uh, a bunch of cortisone shots. He's been thrown in the bullpen. He says that uh, the shoulder finally feels good. But the numbers can't mm -hmm. possibly uh, feel yeah, good when you look at what he has done this year. He's allowed 84 hits, 19 walks, 51 and two-thirds, and 11 starts. Um 0-3 with a over-19 ERA in the last three before he got shelved there to rest the shoulder. I, you know, he's 41 years old. What he's got left in the tank is no longer there. He's running on E. So uh, they said already if he goes 65 pitches is his limit, which means he may not make it out of the second inning, uh, which also means that the bullpens are going to get involved. And I'm kind of with you. I don't care what the number is. I'm going up yep. and over both the game total and the Diamondbacks team total. There you go. Looking for offense here. Now, let's switch it over to a pitcher-friendly ballpark. At least we think it's mm. going to be that way tonight. That's the Pittsburgh Pirates and the San Diego Padres. Priester will be on the mound here for the Pirates. And that's going to be Darvish for the Padres, a monster favorite for the Padres at minus 250. Winners of back-to-back -back series here, a total of eight and a half. Still, that management group saying, hey, guys, you want to win your next five out of six games? Give us something to root for here at the deadline? Or could they go the opposite direction? It looks like it's a foregone conclusion, at least odds-wise tonight, that the Padres are going to get that victory. What are we looking at tonight? Priester and Darvish here, a total of eight and a half out there in San Diego. 62 games uh, remaining here, Donnie. They are, what, four games under 500 uh, still? My mm -hmm. goodness. Uh, this is another one of those games like we talked about earlier. Got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat, especially at home here, right? You're better than the Pirates. We all know it. You got Darvish on the mound. Uh, you have to win this game. It is that serious uh, because, quite honestly, if you lose this opening game, you lost with Musgrove against Detroit yesterday. If you come back and lose again with Darvish on the mound, then, yeah, you can start to throw the uh, for sale sign out in front of the building there and just start, uh, start taking bids because – it is over here, people. They have to win. They are a 260 favorite. I ain't laying 260 with the Padres. I'll tell you that right now. But maybe an under might be in store for this game. Yeah, Priester's only had one start, so it's very limited mm. of the uh, knowledge we have of him. 25 batters he's faced. The numbers aren't very good. A 391 ISO power number and a 447 weighted on base percentage combined between lefties and righties. And the one thing that we do know here over the last 30 days with the Padres, they've hammered right-handed pitching. We'll see what they can do tonight, but they certainly had the advantage at the plate and also on the mound. But again, that doesn't equate to a minus 110 price. It's a minus mm -hmm. 250 price to see who's going to do that damage tonight. They'll probably win 
win the game when you see how many runs those Padres can score. Toronto Blue Jays and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Jose Barrios on the mound here for the Blue Jays. Grove on the mound for the Dodgers. Slight favor for the Dodgers at a minus 130 price, and no doubt about it. That total is listed at 9.5. Two highly impactful lineups here that can certainly launch the long ball. We'll see if the Dodgers bounce back from their performance yesterday where they lost 8-4 to four against the Rangers. Back at home in their own building, Dodger Blue. Is it worth the price here? Minus 130. It seems cheap, but then again, you don't have the better pitcher on the mound here. No, it's been a ride. You know, this is one of those spots here, Donnie, where uh, the Dodgers haven't played a home game since July 6th. So they have been yeah. on the road a lot here. And usually I I tend to shy away from these teams that have spent some all this time on the road, their first game back, right? Uh, you, you mentioned it there. They lost against Texas uh, yesterday. They lost that final game there. Then they got to go home. And now right off the bat, uh, they got to get more acclimated, say hello to the wife, say hello to the kids, play around, a little less focused. I hate this spot for the Dodgers. Uh, and I also think Toronto has the opportunity uh, to swing the bats against Michael uh, Grove and put up some runs here, every bit as powerful as the Dodgers. So I would lean towards the over in this game, but uh, I could not back the Dodgers here. Hate this spot for him in that first game after a long road trip. You know, we're waiting for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to sort of wake up there on the season against right-handed pitching. He's done that, a 306 ISO power number and a weighted on base percentage of 363 through 78 at-bats over the past month. Should be interesting. Maybe we do get some runs. We'll see. It's a pitcher's ballpark. Let's get to Otani here. Start move back to Friday, Joe, which is key. Why? Mm. This could be his last start here before the trade deadline. Maybe his last start there as in... Uh, angel at this point but also that gives the team extra time to evaluate what they want to do and also from a pitching perspective from other teams looking at otani you know what they're saying like hey man push the guy back we don't want to get any injuries we don't want to throw this trade off let's have it go smoothly here his start push back to next friday impactful or maybe we're reading into this just a little bit too much well, he, I, he's had a blister issue and a nail issue on the on the throwing hand for you know yeah. the better part of a uh, a month or so. So it it would make sense if they're going to push it back, maybe to kind of because he wasn't good last time out, Donnie. I mean, yeah. he got uh, he did get beat up a little bit, and it's kind of hard. It, it's not affecting his hitting. We know that, but it, on the mound. Uh, it maybe it's a little, it's getting worse. And unfortunately those things, the blisters and the fingernail, they don't get better by continuing to throw. So, um, I, I, I don't want to look too much into it because of the timing of it. But I think if you look at his last start, that tells you everything you need to know about why all things being considered, just look at his last start and what he's been dealing with. And I think pushing him back makes a whole lot of sense at this point. Yeah, here's what I want to see, too, because I, I want the rumor mill to start going where the Yankees have made calls, yeah. the Dodgers, the Phillies, the Padres, the Giants, the Mariners, because you know we're going to get that sooner than later. And the expectations are right now is we actually don't know if he's going to be moved. And we've had these, you know, I don't want to yeah. say arguments or even debates, but I think we could both agree if there's a great deal on the table, the Angels would do best for their organization to move on from Otani. But we know. It's big business, and Otani is big business here. And if you can say, you know what, we'll sign him. What it's going to take, $500 million contract here over the next 10 years to get it done. Well, if you pay $500 million, but you make $750 million back in revenue directly for Otani on those years, it makes sense just to keep him, even 
if you don't win. But the fact of the matter is, Joe, he said he wants to win. Yeah, no, indeed. Well, he wants to win. Um, but uh, again, how much winning is he going to do where he's at? Uh, I can tell you this. They ain't trading him to the Dodgers. So forget that, Dodger Nation. It ain't happening. I'll tell you who's winning right now. The people watching the early line on the Sports Grid Network. Joe and Donnie on a Monday, getting you caught up on everything you need to know. Best part about it, Joe's going to be here Tuesday. Joe's going to be here Wednesday. I'll be here to wrap this show up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All of one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Um. All right, final segment here on a Monday edition of the Early Line Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. And you know what? This morning, yeah, it was awesome. 7 to 9 a.m., both myself and Joe Ranieri bringing you the hottest topics across the sports landscape. But make sure you don't go anywhere. The morning after is coming up next with Ben Stevens. I will be a part of that show for hour number one, bringing some hot topics there to the table. So once again, don't go anywhere. We talked about a lot of great topics, which included the Open Championship finishing up, and Brian Harmon was absolutely spectacular all the way through. The American wins his first major championship here, and maybe guaranteed himself a Ryder Cup appearance. We also talked about the running back position. Come on, man. We're getting on Zoom calls right now to try to save the running back position. Woe is me. Come on now. You guys are a little bit expendable. You know that here. I don't think running backs are ever getting phased out, but the days of the monster paydays, like the Adrian Petersons of the world, probably by the wayside here. It is what it is. The game has evolved at this point. Major League Baseball, awesome series over the weekend here between the Baltimore Orioles and the Tampa Bay Rays. Saw the Orioles take three or four games and move into first place now. And we see the Orioles going into Philadelphia to do battle with the Philadelphia Phillies, who are currently in second place in their own division. But as we approach Major League Baseball, we're roughly one week away from the trade deadline. Listen up. Be quiet. 
Who's in, who's out in Major League Baseball? We look no further than Los Angeles. We know the Dodgers are going to be in on it. First place team out there, always looking to make moves. Four to five, that front line starting pitching, and maybe a bat or two in that lineup. Which, frankly, do they even need one here? Always need bullpen arms. But if you do focus in a little bit south in Anaheim, that is the Angels. And that's Shohei Otani, who got his start move back to Friday. You saw him hit a home run yesterday at home? That's the last time he's going to play at home until the trade deadline. Could be that the last time that Otani's actually in an Angels uniform in their stadium. We're certainly going to find that out. Juan Soto, the Padres, is he on the move? Which team makes a fundamental change, either selling or buying, to make a look at a championship or maybe a look into the future? We'll know rather quickly here. Stay tuned. Morning after coming up with Ben Stevens right here on the Sports Grid Network. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 